This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. Not long ago, we took a friend to Botany Bay, which is on Edisto Island. It is a Department of Natural Resources Preserve. It has lots of history as well as beautiful views of the marshlands. We saw white egrets, fiddler crabs, snails climbing up the tall green seagrass, and stingrays swimming in the inlets. It was a nice way to spend a few hours. One interesting thing about Botany Bay is the beach. After parking, we walked about a half mile across the marsh by road to get there. The beach was beautiful. One of the fascinating features of the beach are the sun-bleached trees. They lay as giant skeletons rising up out of the sand. Their demise comes from the many previous storms and hurricanes that have happened over the years. Since the beach is protected, shell collecting is against the rules. There is a $470 fine if caught collecting shells. Interestingly enough, since people cannot take the shells home, they pick them up and place them on the spines of palms and roots of fallen trees. It is fascinating to see the dozens of conch shells lined up on the trunks of weathered tree trunks. To walk to the end of the beach and to see the ocean on one side and the great expanse of marshlands on the other is truly amazing. I wish I had a picture to show you. While walking along the beach, I encountered a seagull. There were many others, but this one was different. Its left leg was twisted around backwards at a 90 degree angle. He just stood there looking at me and I him. I don't know whether he was born that way or if he had a close encounter with an alligator or raccoon. He didn't tell me. As I watched him from time to time, he would hop on his one leg. Eventually, as the wind began to blow, he spread his wings and took flight. I noticed that one leg was tucked backwards towards his tail feathers as it should, yet the other danged precariously towards the ground. I have thought a great deal about that seagull since that encounter. There's not much difference between his condition and the situation we find ourselves in today. Many are screaming for a level playing field for everyone and for everything to be fair. The truth of the matter is, is that life is not fair. We are not born with the same advantages, whether physically, economically, or mentally. The truth of the matter, even over the course of our own lives, it is not level. I cannot run today as I ran track back in high school. My reflexes are not what they used to be. My eyesight has gone downhill since my youth. Everything is in a state of change. Common sense tells us that we do not have a level playing field, and if we did, not everyone would take advantage of it. We have differing abilities, advantages, and even disadvantages. We have what we have, yet no matter what we have, God wants us to use our abilities to the best of our ability. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25 and verses 14 and 15, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. As we read, we will see that the five and two talent men doubled their talents, but the one talent man went and hid his in the ground. Upon returning, the master praised the five and two talent men, but rebuked the one talent man. 
He did not rebuke the one-talent man because he did not have as many talents as the others. He did not rebuke the one-talent man because he tried and failed. The master rebuked him because he simply did nothing with what he had been given. How many of us sit on our talent or talents and do nothing? How many of us sit in the church building, neglecting our talents, waiting for the master to return? That is a scary thought, but oftentimes we do not reason that way. In such a case, instead of being joyfully waiting for our master's return, one ought to be fearful. Sitting on one's talents and seeing the outcome of the one-talent man ought to motivate us to dig up our talents out of the ground and put them to work. Instead of fixating on the advantages of others and our own shortcomings, we need to look at the abilities we have and use them, whether in the workplace or helping others or in the service of our Lord. Paul wrote, saying, For if there is first a willing mind, it is accepted according to what one has and not according to what he does not have. Romans chapter 8 and verse 12. Everything else aside, as I look into the mirror, what can I do to be a service to others, to bring glory to God, and to let people know about Jesus Christ? In the big scheme of things, I may be a lame seagull, but still the Lord expects me to fly with the wings He has given me. He expects you to fly as well. So let us dust off our talents and get to it. If you would like to know more about the Church of Christ and how to be saved, you can contact my friends at the Ulaga Church of Christ or you can email me directly at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. Before I leave you, I'm excited to announce my newest book, There is a River, Volume 2. If you enjoy the first one, you will enjoy this one as well. Each devotional thought helps us to see ourselves in the light of God's Word. It can be found at Amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle versions. I hope that you will be blessed by it, and thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.